In the most recent federal budget, the Liberal government introduced plans to implement a national $10 a day child care program. It's a $30 billion program over the next five years. Uh, there's a number of details to sort through, not the least of which is how it's going to work with the provinces who are required to split the costs. Uh, and Alberta has said, yeah, this system might not work for us. So there's going to be some discussion around that. But in addition to that, the announcement noted the plan will, quote, support primarily not-for-profit sector child care providers. And that clause is really, really big, especially here in Alberta. The majority of child care offered in this province is not offered by not-for-profit providers. It's all done privately. So what happens to these places? And what does it mean in terms of putting together a national child care program? Peter Sean Taylor is the senior features editor at C2C Journal, and he recently took a deep dive into this issue, and he joins us this morning to talk about it. Peter, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Shay. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of talk around this program when it was announced, but I don't know if uh, this really made a lot of headlines. kind of flew under the radar when the announcement was made, but really that factor of primarily focusing on not-for-profit child care, that's a really, really big deal. It is. I mean, people got dazzled, I guess, by the $30 billion. It was the, the single biggest thing in the uh, federal budget, yeah. so that would get everybody talking. But... Uh, when, when you start looking through the details, uh, you know, the question does arise, well, what does it mean when they say primarily not-for-profit? Uh, is this uh, sort of a typical federal liberal virtue signaling um, where they're sort of playing to their particular crowd? Or is this an uh, actual in- intention on this is how they in- want to roll this out? And if, if this is uh, something they feel very strongly about, uh, there's going to be a lot of problems as, as they try to sign provincial deals across the country. Yeah, and Peter, like you say, you know, why are they doing it? I mean, there is a school mm-hmm. of thought out there from certain academics and people who think that the only way mm-hmm. to do child care is not for profit, right? I mean, there is a group out there that thinks private child care is a disaster. That is certainly true. Uh, it's the same sort of folks that think uh, private sector nursing homes are a disaster and, and <laughs> that almost everything should be provided by the, the public sector. Um, I think it's a mistaken belief, but it's certainly a belief you hear a lot of. And uh, I mean, that's, uh, I, I think the liberals are, are playing to that crowd mm-hmm. um, with this. But when you, you, if you start to really break down the child care sector, how it works um, across the province, it's very complex, it's quite diverse. Um, and it's simply not going to fly. Uh, you can't, you can't implement what the liberals claim they want to implement and shut out the for-profit sector, regardless of your ideology. Uh, eventually, reality comes to bear. Yeah, and and you know, you make a good point. Like you take a look at the way that the program is run in different jurisdictions in Canada right now. I know in Alberta, mm-hmm. in your piece, I think you said over sixty yeah, percent of the childcare spaces are, are privately run. Mm-hmm. And uh, it goes up to seventy percent in Newfoundland and Labrador. So it's a uh, a big component in in a majority of provinces. Actually, a majority of provinces have more than fifty percent for profit uh, childcare. So it's not this isn't something that's uh, insignificant that you can sort of brush aside. Um, it's true in Ontario and Quebec. Um, that the, the for-profit sector is is quite it, well. We, we can get into that in Ontario, in particular. Um, for-profit sector is quite a bit smaller than it is in, in some other provinces, and that tends to color perhaps the bureaucrats' view of what what the world looks like. Uh, but uh, the for-profit sector is vital, and it's very important. It's not just a provider of of supply of spaces, but uh, almost all the innovation right. you, that you talk about um, is, is coming from entrepreneurs. They're not uh, evil or somehow stealing from children. Uh, these are, are, are hardworking people who are making their sector better.
better, uh, improving it. Um, and there's lots of examples. We can get into that if you want. But well, yeah, uh, yeah. You, know, we, you know, Peter, I think we should, because we talk about, you know, mm-hmm. part of this program is meant to increase spaces. The mm-hmm. province of Alberta has said, you know what, we want to look into overnight daycare for people who yeah. work shifts, things like that. That kind of stuff, if it's happened anywhere in the country, has done all of that work, basically, through private agencies, right? Uh, through entrepreneurs, quite right. Uh, in the story, I talked to the Alberta Minister of Children's Services, Rebecca Schultz, and she said, you know, they looked for, uh, you know, they were hearing from parents, what what do parents want? Well, shift-working parents wanted um, overnight care, uh, because that's a, you know, a crucial component sure. of them being able to work as a nursing shift or an industry or whatever. Uh, so they put out a call. Um, are any, you know, what, what child cares in the province are prepared to participate in a pilot program to see how this, how this works. And when they, it, it got up and running in, in February, and it, it, I found it quite significant that all 13 uh, child care operations that, that agreed to be part of this pilot project were for-profit operators. None, no non-profit stepped up and said, yes, I want to be part of this. And I think the child care industry tends to be quite rigid, uh, quite resistant to change. Uh, they like the 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. I think any parent that's ever gone to a, a child care um, operation said, you know, I just like maybe three days a week because my, mm-hmm. you know, the grandparents will take the kids on Thursdays and Fridays or something. And you get a lot of resistance. They don't like that. They like everything to be the same. It's cookie cutter kind of, um, you know, this is what you sign up for. And I think entrepreneurs can recognize those markets, um, opportunities, um, and, and fill those niches. And that's, that's crucial, crucial for parents. Um, and we do ourselves a great disservice if we say there's something, you know, illegitimate about the, the for-profit childcare sector. And, you know, I mean, not to pile on the liberals here, but um, if you take a look at the people who run a lot of these private daycares, they're women, right? And and a big part of this discussion was the feminist agenda and getting women back to work, when in turn, this may actually end up hurting female entrepreneurs. Well, I mean, that irony is included in the budget itself. Um, there's this $30 billion program that's supposed to be uh, primarily not-for-profit, and then the, you flip a few pages over, and there's a $147 million women entrepreneurship strategy. And it's not lost on the for-profit sector that um, most of the owners of for-profit child care are, are women. And if you create some sort of federal structure in which the for-profit sector is discriminated against, you're going to be forcing out female entrepreneurs. Um, and, and, you know, I've talked to some people who said, you know, women that own these places say, see the writing on the wall. You know, if the budget says this is for, for primarily not-for-profit, then where does that leave me? Where is my right. share of this $30 billion that they're going to be uh, flinging across the country? And then s- some of these women entrepreneurs are getting out of the business because they don't think, they'll think they'll be crushed by the, the not-for-profit sector getting all the, the subsidies and grants and whatnot. Well, if it goes that way, Peter, there's, there's mm-hmm. no question they will. You, if you're sure. running privately and you're not getting subsidized care, you can't offer $10 a day child care. It's just not possible. Oh, quite, quite right. And you've seen that in, uh, in Ontario. They, they do disc- some cities will discriminate. They won't provide subsidies to for-profit operators, and those operators eventually sure. end up shutting down. I mean, yeah, I mean, no one is going to be able to compete with the $10 a day daycare uh, 
once that's going. So, so yeah, if you want to cut out all the for-profit uh, child care, sure, say that only only non-for-profit will be able to offer the $10 deal, and, and, and you'll kill that entire sector, sure. Now, once again, uh, just before I let you go here, Quebec is sort of showing the way that this can be done, right? They have both models working and working rather effectively? Yes, I, I, Quebec is very instructive here, um, and the, the budget explicitly calls Quebec the pioneer for, for its, its own uh, plans. Um, and yes, you know, when Quebec started this, remember it was a $5 a day daycare program in 1997, they said this is going to be just exclusively not-for-profit, the way all the academics claim it's, um, you know, that's, it's pure, uh, et cetera, et cetera, all those reasons. Um, they actually announced a, a ban on for-profit. No new for-profit daycares were allowed to open um, for the first five years as they rolled this thing out. And what they found was that the not-for-profit sector simply could not keep right. up yeah. with the demand. Um, and the waiting lists grew enormous. And who benefits when there's a long waiting list? It's wealthy, connected families. And so what you found was the, the lower-income families that would really benefit perhaps from the extra early education that you get from child care, they were getting shut out. And it was, you know, millionaire kids, uh, millionaires' kids getting cheap daycare. Like, like who makes, where does that make sense? Um, and, and Quebec came to realize various governments, as uh, they've been through them, uh, said that we can't do this without the private sector. And so now if you look at their, um, uh, at the system, um, excluding the, the schools, there's some after-school programs. If you take those out, if you just look at sort of conventional right. child care, uh, there's about 300,000 spaces in the province, and only 98,000 of those are provided by not-for-profit operators. The rest is um, centers that are getting subsidies, centers whose parents are eligible for tax credits that are about the same as the subsidies, and um, people that are looking after children in their homes, home daycare. Sure, yeah. So, Two-thirds of the system is basically for-profit in Quebec, and that's the, that's the model right. for Ottawa, and yet Ottawa claims it's going to be primarily not-for-profit. The, the two things just don't they, go they, together. They don't you you together. can't do it. Okay, yeah. Peter, I appreciate your time. i got to let you go. i got to get to a break, sure. but great discussion. Thank you very much, sir. It was a pleasure to talk. That is Peter Sean Taylor. If you want to read the article that he wrote, you can find it at C, like the letter C, the number two, the letter C, journal, C2C journal.